Good morning and welcome to MorningEncouragement.com. My name is Glenn Siebert and this is another episode of Blogs to Go, audio versions of the blogs that I post a couple of times a week. So today's entry is called Everybody Needs Reminders. And I've mentioned it before, but uh, there was this time in seminary where I took a uh, a huge chance on a major term paper for a class called uh, Power Encounter, and it was a class about what the Bible says concerning the spiritual world, uh, the forces of light, forces of darkness, demons, angels, things like that. So a huge piece of the, the class was what was called our Markin Theology paper, uh, which essentially was a 15-page paper uh, on the book of Mark. Mark is one of the Gospels. In the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So we had to write about uh, what the book of Mark teaches about Jesus' powerful encounter with the kingdom of darkness and how he handled the devil, demons, and the evil that he encountered in the world. And they kind of take all of that and talk about what it has to do with life in today's world. And uh, I was super pumped for this paper. I remember being so excited for this paper. I know that is like extremely nerdy, but I love to write, right? And I was so excited about this paper. So I did my research. Uh, I read the book of Mark like 15 times. I highlighted key pieces. I read books. I spent time in the library. I gathered notes. I made an outline and I started writing. But when I started writing, I wrote it like like I write my blog posts. If you ever if you've ever visited morningencouragement.com, I don't write like normal people, you know? It's not like uh, you know, steady paragraphs with three or four sentences, but I've got, you know, some words bolded. I've got some font bigger than other font. Uh, and it's not like a typical MLA Chicago Turabian format. I didn't indent my paragraphs. Um, I got capital you know, letters in different places. I've got a whole lot of lists, like, you know, listing things, which creates a whole lot of white space, short... I mean, it was just like I write my blog post. Go to morningencouragement.com, take a look at one of the posts. It was written exactly like that. So I wasn't really sure how this was going to go over, you know, and I don't even know why I wrote it like that. I was just started writing, and I was having fun with it, and I was like, I'm just going to hand it in like this and see what the guy has to say. Uh, so I knew my professors either either going to laugh at this thing, right, and deem it unscholarly and make me do it again, or he would think it was like absolute genius. I mean, I was in the master's program at the time at Alliance Theological Seminary, and and so I, although I wasn't sure how this guy was going to respond, I knew that he was most certainly going to have an opinion one way or the other, and he was going to tell me exactly uh, what what he thought. And I'll never forget the day that I got it back. Um, if you go to the blog today, you'll see I posted a, a picture of the, the grading sheet that he attached to it. But I will never forget when I got this thing back. He wrote on it that he said it's succinct and clear. And he wrote that this is brilliant. And then he wrote this. He wrote, Glenn, you are gifted to write. Uh, this will be a style that the emerging generation will feel. And you did it while fulfilling the assignment requirements to develop a biblical theology. Uh, brilliant. I have kept copies of great old-style papers that caught the assignment, but you are the first to do it in a fresh cultural perspective. Write on. Keep writing. Man, uh, I will never forget when I got this thing in my hand. I was so excited. I mean, it was 11 years ago, 
uh, during a time when I was just kind of starting to become interested in writing. And I, I was loving it so much that I was already thinking about, you know, writing a book one day. I was like, I like doing this. I mean, I've always liked writing and creating things, but I was in seminary, you know, forced to write all the time. And I was like, you know, I kind of enjoy writing this stuff. Everybody else around me hates writing papers. I like it. There's either something wrong with me or this is something I need to explore. So it was right around the time I'm getting interested, you know. So this paper was like a shot of validation from an unlikely source. And it's it's always going to be part of the, the foundation upon which my writing career, whatever that looks like, is built because it was something that God used to speak volumes to me and, and to remind me that he gave me a creative gift that I need to continue to work on, continue to develop, and continue to use every single day. Now, I tell you about this paper because even though it took place 11 years ago, and even though a lot of time has passed since, I saved the paper. I've, I've held on to it. I'm even going to put this thing in a frame because it serves as an important reminder to me, a reminder that God gifted me, God spoke to me, God has a plan for me. It's a reminder. Everybody needs reminders. You see, reminders are important. Uh, in fact, after the Israelites demolished the Philistine army in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 7, the prophet Samuel built an altar, and he named it Ebenezer, which means hitherto the Lord has helped us. And the altar served to remind the people that, that the God who had done it once is more than capable of doing it again. The God who helped them defeat the army once will help them do it again in the future, and again, and again, and again, and again. The Ebenezer, right, was just a physical object that they could look at and be reminded that just as God was with them then, so God is with them now, right? The same God who brought them here would also bring them there, and the same God who did it once would do it twice. King David, he did this too. Remember the story of David and Goliath, right? David was the, the young shepherd boy. Goliath is the Philistine giant. And the Bible says that after David killed Goliath and chopped off his head, uh, he gathered up his, arm, his armor and his weapons and put them in his own tent. Now that might, I've read that, the story like a hundred times, but it wasn't until recently that I, I picked up on that line, that he, he put Goliath's armor in his tent. He hung it in his tent. And the Bible tells us that his armor alone, without the weapons, weighed 125 pounds, which is probably equal to maybe even more than David weighed, because remember, David was just a lanky teenager at the time. So you see, the Ebenezer was for the Israelites, uh, just as, as the paper I wrote 11 years ago was for me, and so the armor was for, for, for David. Right? These are all reminders of the ways in which God has come through for us in the past. David wasn't going to wear the armor. He wasn't going to put it on. He was never going to be able to fit into it. But his eyes would make contact with it, hanging in his tent again and again and again and again. And it would always serve to remind him of that time. Remember that time that God came through for him in miraculous ways and helped him take down a giant of a, of a problem. Every problem that would come at David from that point on would pale in comparison to the one who used to wear the armor, and, and hanging it up in his tent was his way of looking back and remembering how God came through. It was a confidence builder. It was a faith booster. It was a hope instiller. Maybe David's thoughts went something like this. You know, today's problem might be big. 
I might have some huge things on my hand, but man, nothing is as big as Goliath was. Dude, that dude was was a nightmare. Right? He was a killing machine. And yet God helped me take him down with nothing more than a few stones. And since God helped me then, he'll help me now. Since God came through way back there, he'll come through right here. So I'm going to believe, I'm going to trust, and I'm not going to give up. I can just imagine him becoming king many years later, standing in front of that armor on a hard day. Maybe nations were attacking. Maybe wars were starting. Maybe he had some major decisions to make. Maybe he felt uh, unworthy, unable, weak, scared, afraid. But I bet when he stood in front of that armor, and he remembered back to when he was a boy who killed the giant, I bet he smiled. And I bet he remembered that, that God would never leave him. That the same God who empowered him way back then would also empower him right here, right now. So, so what reminders do you have in your life, right? What objects, what artifacts have you saved to remind you of the times that God spoke to you, came through for you, helped you to overcome, provided for you, that God called you and gifted you? Maybe you have a lot of these artifacts or maybe you don't have any. But whatever the case may be, when God comes through for you, when, when God makes impossible situations possible, make sure that you take something away from it so that you can hang it in your tent, you can put it in your home, and you can pull it out 10, 15, 20 years later to remind you of God's goodness. Everybody needs reminders. Let me pray for you. Dear God, thank you so much for today. Lord, thank you for the people who are listening to this. I pray now that you would bless them today. God, I I pray that that you would come through for them in miraculous ways. Uh, Undoubtedly, they are facing giants of their own. Maybe it's financial, maybe it's health, maybe it's relationships, maybe it's work, maybe it's school. God, I don't know what it is, but you know what giants they're up against. So God, as they go about their day, and as you help them tackle those giants, I pray that you would give them reminders that they can take with them, put in their pocket, place in their home, carry forth with them, so that 10, 15, 20 years later, when they're facing maybe an even bigger giant, they can remember the time that you came through for them. God, would you empower them today? Would you embolden them today? Would you give them courage to do what they need to do um, as they go about their day, making a difference in their world? God, would you make yourself real to them? Would you show them your love and your grace? And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.